Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Chats with Brent Martineau. Hey, welcome back to High Cryo here in St. John's County Pavilion at Durban Park. Brent Martineau, Casey Kurtz. Casey trying to get everything set up so he can get in that cryotherapy chamber live here on ESPN 690. First time he's ever done it. Uh, we're looking forward to that. We hope we can pull this off and make it happen. You won't see video, but you'll hear the audio of him shivering, probably. But then it'll feel really good after. That's what it's all about down here at iCryo and recovery, and it's good for you. Brent Martineau, Casey Kurtz, Eric Schachter back in the Action Sports Shack Studios. He also can't wait for this segment just to get a good chuckle. It'll be fun. Friend, Casey. Yeah. He kind of knows how this is going to go, I think. And I think everybody does. <laughs> what does that mean? I, I think it's going to be funny and, and a lot of... Uh, a lot of tears from you, even though most regular people are just okay with this kind of stuff. You wouldn't be okay with this. You would fold under the pressure. I guess time will tell. I'm still waiting to get you on the radar gun, Casey. 80 miles an hour is a high claim. I got this. You got to let me warm up, though. That's fair. I can do that. Give me two weeks. Two weeks? Maybe we got to start doing a lot of like live events here on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690 if we're going to go out to the parking lot and get the radar gun. It's got, yeah, you know how much radar guns are? I don't know who's going to be footing that, bill. Do you have a radar gun? Of course. Radar, right, Mike? Oh, that doesn't count. He's I'm not pocket dad. radar. It's, it's, it's the same thing. All right. That's good. This is kind of <laughs> like... That's how I see if Kaylee's throwing 80. What we're going to do on the show going forward is we're going to do things like going through tables, but we're actually going to execute on those. <laughs> yeah. The reason I'm going in the chamber is because you didn't go through the table. Yeah, well... I'm coming through for the people. Maybe as a saw... I, I didn't have to fulfill that because the guy was leaving. Maybe that's why he left. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> when the book comes out, they're going to be like, it's just because he didn't go through the table. I was supposed to go through a table because I lost a bet when the Jags beat the Bills, Aaron. Yeah. And But then, like, we had Tony Khan, like, live on air one day, and I asked him, I'm like, can you give me some advice we about did. going said, through the table? Said, don't do it. And he said, don't he do it. He's yeah. like, I strongly advise yeah. you don't well, do it. He said, yeah. don't do it. And then he said, but tuck your head if you do. He oh, said, so okay. then I was like, all right, tuck your head, Brent, perfect. He said, like, <laughs> I think he said, tuck your head. I'd have to go back and look. Neck or chin to chin down. So like he that. said, tuck your head, but also don't, like, I think it's one of those tense things up. where you don't tense up, right? Yeah. You're about to go through a table. Don't tense up. <laughs> I'm curious what his opinion is, which you should do, uh, either the table, get a chair to the back and the head, or maybe get hit with, like, a barbed wire bat. Well, some of these hardcore matches, you got to make that decision, Brent. Which one are you going with? I think I'd go through the table, given those Seems three. like that's the better choice. Because the tables seem like a breakaway or whatever, right? They kind of feel like they are. Sure. And, uh, yeah, I haven't lived up to that. I apologize. <laughs> no, you don't. You're never but doing it. That doesn't mean I won't someday. I don't think I will, though. <laughs> I really thought I was going to do it, too, and then I was kind of like just, it never materialized. Like, we needed, like, our promo team to put that together, and I don't think they don't would sign promo. off on that. Don't blame promotions. I don't think the station wanted to sign. Like, we would have had to do that. We were going to do it, and we we couldn't tell them. Well, yeah. Because they wouldn't sign off on We haven't told exactly. them anything we've done. Yeah. That's we should true. keep it that way. I got another idea I don't want to tell the radio station about that we should do. I think we yeah. should get... Austin back in this room, and then he puts me and Casey separately in submission holds. Who takes longer to tap out? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> Let's do it. Get me some workman's hey, comp on this thing. Hey, Come on. This is pure Darwinism. <laughs> Survival of the fittest uh, here. I'm <laughs> Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Uh, we will have no show. <laughs> Aaron, <laughs> Aaron would go to sleep first, by the way. I'm not tapping. 
All right. I'll tell you what, man. I've already told you my story about that. I, I forgot to tap out. I went to sleep so quick. Oh, that's quick. right. Um, See, I like sleeping, so I don't know. Put me out. You know what I mean? Was I like sleeping. I mean, it was pain. Yeah, I mean. It's, all, it's fine. Once but. you pass out from the pain you're in. <laughs> Let's not say it can't be like a chokehold. It's got to be like a leg lock or something where we oh, think our oh, leg is coming gosh. off. You got yeah. you to get the taps in there. Yeah. No, I got the chokehold. That wasn't like snapping my elbow. <laughs> I have longer legs. I mean, there's more to hurt. I'd start like arm wrestling and tap out. <laughs> I tap out when I'm reading. I'm like, all right, I can't do it. I gotta go. Uh, Brent Martin, Casey Kurtz, Aaron Schachter. All right, hey, you got a little exercise for us, right? I mean, there could be some football records this season broken, if I understand it correctly. And uh, we'll send everybody into the summer swing uh, with some record-breaking football talk. Could we see some records fall this year? I think we can. I'm, I'm going to ask you guys if you see it the same way I do, because obviously as the game changes, right, offense, specifically the quarterback, valued a lot more passing game, bigger and better than it's ever been. So a lot of these records that have stood for a long time have either fallen recently or are pretty close to falling now. So I want to run through a, a few of these with you and get your takes on them. The first, right. first one we're going to look at is the single-season passing yards record. Currently, the record holder is Peyton Manning. 5,477 yards in that 2013 season. Now, last year, Tommy Touchdown, old man Brady, he threw for 53-16. So he's right on it. Wow. That was at the age of 44. By the way, he broke Drew Brees' uh, completions record last year as well. Herbert, he cracked 5,000 yards. Mahomes, Stafford, David Carr, they were all over 4,800 yards. So the question wow. to you, Brent, is... Does someone surpass 5,477 passing yards this year? Trevor Lawrence. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good sign, right? Um, yeah, you know, you know what's interesting here is I would lean towards somebody like a Josh Allen potentially in Buffalo having to flirt with this record because they don't like the run. True. Well, but they're trying to run more. Like, that's part of what they're trying to do, right? They, uh, who they draft? They, did they draft uh, James Cook? Mm -hmm. Did the Bills get him? I yeah. think they did get so, a running back yeah. in the draft, yeah. And so I think, they, I think they're going to put a little more emphasis on that, take some of the onus off Josh Allen. We all have to caveat this, right? And I think this is in part why we're coming to fruition with some of these potential record-breaking moments is the 17th game uh, of the NFL season. So I'm going to say if Tom Brady at 44 could do it, then I'm going to say some of these dynamic passing games, like a Derek Carr threw for 4,800 and then gets Devontae Adams. Yes, or Stafford year two in the same offense. Yeah, and brings over Allen Robinson. Then I'm going to say, yeah, that one goes in 5,400 yards. I mean, listen, 4,000 used to be a thing. It ain't a thing anymore. So 5,400 yards is, is certainly attainable. Yeah, Case. What about you, Casey? I get on board. I think, yeah, that's a good one. I think Brady's also another one. Like, he was closest to it last year, and they still have all those weapons. Uh I thought Mahomes would be a guy that would get close to it, but now you lose Tyreek Hill, and that obviously hurts. But, yeah, to your point, you have to have a team that doesn't want to run the football. Tampa likes to run it, but in short yardage packages. Like, Fournette doesn't get a ton of carries, so I think that's why Brady's on the table for me. And same thing with uh, the Rams coming back with Akers. He's not a guy that you give it to a ton. He's not a 20, 30-carry-a-game guy. So, yeah, I think those are two good options. And uh, don't sleep on Russell Wilson. Oh, look at the, the late Russell Wilson entry. I like it. Good. Single-season receiving yards, another record that is coming pretty close to getting broken year in and year out. Calvin Johnson still owns the record. Megatron broke it in 2012. 1,964 yards receiving. Cooper Cup last year, 1,947. Wow. 
Wow. You got guys like Jefferson, Chase, Adams knocking on the door. Does the record fall for single season receiving yards this year? I'm going to say no, guys. And here's the reason. I think, I mean, I didn't, Cooper Cup's season, just ridiculous. But even take Cooper Cup and the Rams, and he just got another receiver. And so I said this earlier in the show when we were talking about DeAndre Hopkins. There are more good receivers in the game than ever before. Mm-hmm. And therefore, there are more options for quarterbacks and coordinators than ever before. And so I just think it makes it leaning on one guy, not impossible, but more improbable for that to happen. I would agree because I think the extra game obviously helps there. But in a guy like Cooper Cup, he did everything every game, and it was like this guy can't really do much more, and he still wasn't there. And I think to the point you just made, like if o- if OBJ was there the whole season, I don't think his numbers are as big as they were. Agreed. So and, now and the when, guy could get hurt now, and, and great, yeah. same situation. But. Yeah. So I mean. I don't think Devontae Adams does it because I think there's too many targets to go around on that team. That's another guy that you could see going for it. But if it's not Cooper Cup, if it's not Devontae Adams, I, I have a hard time seeing it getting broken. Although I think it will shorter in a shorter amount of time than a longer period because of the extra game. One, one other thing on this front is let's just take uh, let's take T. Higgins. Hopefully it doesn't happen, but he gets hurt, right? And then so all the att- – you can throw, throw, throw to Jamar Chase. Well – then the defenses can really put attention. They can shade a guy. They can do other. They can bracket them. They can do whatever it is. All those tech, technical terms. Uh, so I could see the ability of a guy like Jamar Chase or a guy like Justin Jefferson, right, to put up a lot of numbers to mm-hmm. that point. If especially if their counterpart got hurt, I just think uh, then you bring defense into play more than you are even right now in the attention they're getting, Aaron. One more thought on Jamar Chase because I like that you brought him up here. Out of all the receivers, and I agree with you guys on possibly a slight regression from Cooper Cup based on the improved wide receiver core he's got going into the year this year. Although, a lot of people are expecting Stafford another year in that offense to step up a little bit more and have a little more production. But on the Jamar Chase front, here's a guy who can eat up 200 yards in a game on four passes. So I think if anyone is a favorite to break that record, as Jamar Chase gets more targets and more receptions, you may see him either come closer or eclipse that number, I think, sometime soon. Don't sleep on Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs, another good one on uh, that Josh Allen team. Single-season receiving record. This might be a tough one. You got Randy Moss with his legendary 2007 on the Patriots. 23 touchdowns received that year from Randy Moss. It's absolutely insane. Beat the record, Jerry Rice's, by one. So Moss with 23, Rice with 22. They are the only two guys in history to receive 20 touchdowns or more. Does that record get broken this year. A little context from last year. Cooper Cup had 16 touchdowns. Devonta Adams had 18. Wow, that's a lot of touchdowns. <laughs> that's a lot of touchdowns. Yeah. I'm going to say no. I think a lot has to happen for that again. Uh, it's a big record. I, yeah, I just don't see it. Uh, who, how many did Cup have, did you say? Cup had 16. Okay. And, and that's a team Devontae that likes to... Yeah, that's a, Cup, uh, the Rams like to run on the goal line. Yeah, so just think about this, though. Enormous years, 1,900 yards and, and 16 touchdowns. Devontae Adams, huge year, and he was still five away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that ain't happening. Yeah, I would agree. I don't think it's happening. I think there's not enough teams that have a one-option guy. Like every guy that's like a touchdown-scoring machine like Cooper Cup, you always have somebody else who's going to demand the football. So when you can't really find a team that's going to score enough to have that guy, like if the Texans were good, Brandon Cooks would be an option here. I know that's like that's kind of the teams I'm looking for, though, a one-option type of guy. You know what? It's still not going to be broken, but I'm going to give you somebody. Don't sleep on Michael Pittman, Jr. 
They you got love my, you must have like his mother as your next door neighbor or something. You were talking <laughs> about right Michael Pittman Jr. more than any other wide receiver in existence. She lives right next door. And I also have a good amount of Michael Pittman Jr. rookies that I need to be worth something. So it's all about speaking it into existence. doesn't matter if he's actually good. You talk about it enough on the radio, people will, Fair buy, enough. People will buy the eBay. You know, Devonta Adams at 18 touchdowns is interesting here, if only because he's on a team with better targets. So obviously he's going to have to share that workload a little more, but Carr throws the ball more. So I don't know. You might have a little uh, balance right there where you find Devonta Adams maybe coming down in yardage but stepping up in touchdowns. Could be. All right, the next record, single-season scrimmage yards. So this is receiving and rushing. Currently, CK, uh, CJ2K, Chris Johnson, 2,509 yards from scrimmage in 2009. He's the only player to ever top 2,500 yards in the history of the game. You had Christian McCafferty in 2019 with 2,392. That's about as close as we've gotten. Last year, Jonathan Taylor, monster year. Right, 2,171 yards. So he was still behind by a good 300 to 400 yards. By the way, Derrick Henry, before he was hurt, one last piece of context here, he was on pace to finish the year at 2318. You got a couple of guys there, but, you know, Christian McCaffrey, does he make it through the season? Derrick Henry on a Titans team that's, uh, by all accounts, maybe a little bit worse than they were last year. Does that account uh, for anything into this discussion? Travis Etienne. You gotta stop. <laughs> well, look, the guy hey, can receive and he can run. Listen, I like the guy that I can at least throw out there. There's an option, <laughs> sure. Um, no, that, that's that's insane what Johnson did. Think about the insanity of the years you just mentioned, from McCaffrey yeah. to Derrick Henry, even the pace he was on last year, which we knew he wasn't going to keep the pace even if he stayed healthy most likely, but he would have still been a couple hundred yards away from that mark. Yeah. I mean, those are incredible marks, and I just don't see it. Like, if you look at the talent, right, McCaffrey, you can't even rely on him to stay healthy. Saquon Barkley, you think he might be able to do it. Alvin Kamara, is he even going to play? Like, what's Alvin Kamara's situation? Yeah. Um, I, and, and I don't see Derrick Henry doing that kind of thing almost solely based on his legs more than his receiving. Not solely, but much of it. Uh, I guess the only guy I would consider in this, if you had a monster year, but they have other people to make happy, is maybe a player like Dalvin Cook. Dalvin oh, yeah. Cook's another I good mean, choice. You definitely got a, you got other people that need the football, though. Yeah. I think uh, I will disagree with you, and I will say that it does happen because it's Derrick Henry. You lose A.J. Brown, and your, your passing game kind of went out the window there. I don't necessarily believe in t- Ryan Tannehill like I did last year. I think if Derrick Henry's healthy, you give him the ball every play. As far as I check it, they still play Jacksonville twice, so we're <laughs> going to see a stiff arm or two at Texans. some point in time during the season. So I will say Derrick Henry uh, breaks it because he is the number one, two, and three options on that team. And by the way, on Henry and the Titans, uh, yes, they lose A.J. Brown, Julio Jones really a non-factor, but they did pick up Robert Woods, and they drafted Traylon Burke, so as long as that guy works out, you may not see as big a drop-offs as the Titans, you know, maybe don't want to see. But Derrick Henry coming back. So, hypothetically, if Henry gets injured again this year and misses significant time, so the conversation we were having earlier, is this one of those cases where it might be the beginning of the end for a guy who's barely getting started right here? <laughs> you look like you're going to say something. Yeah, I was, but then I lost it. <laughs> I think Derrick Henry's doing it. I don't know. You think I don't know he's coming all the way back this year? Yes, I'm clearly. I think, yeah, I think he's, he's going to have over 2,000 yards, yeah. I have a hard time answering this question, all right, because I really like K. 
King Henry, even though he plays for the Titans. I think it's unbelievable his career and really the pantheon of where he exists now for, as a product of Northeast Florida. And I know the Uli folks won't like me saying just Jacksonville, so Northeast Florida. Uh, but I do think at some point the this kind of level of productivity Such a will decline. Right. I mean, and just based on position and based on the craziness of what he's accomplished the last couple of years. I mean, not even you can take your best players of all time in any sport and they still have a crescendo of their best seasons. You know, they don't do that for five, six years, four years. And, And on a running back in the NFL, you would think that window would be even shorter of their great, great, great years. And I think we probably have witnessed the two best years. Uh, well, again, he got hurt last year, but he was on pace to have his two best years in a row yeah. from Derrick Henry. Make it Go it. Eclipsing the 2,000-yard mark rushing if he would have stayed healthy last year. In 2020, they ran him 378 times. Last year, he got injured week eight. He had run 219 times. Wow. That's Dr. a heavy, says, What's up? heavy workload. <laughs> <laughs> heavy workload. Okay, the next record. How about the single-season sacks record? All right, so these are the guys... Giving out the sacks, not taking the sacks. Right now, you got uh, co-holders of the record. You got Strahan and T.J. Watt last year at 22 and a half sacks. This one seems like it's prime to go. And Brent's going to say, "Yeah, I'm actually like, I'm trying to find one that would work, and I do think this one is one that would work. I mean, we're passing the football more than any times before you get the 17th game, and well, all we need to do is go back to last year and T.J. Watt did it. Not only yeah. that, you're giving him he 17 games. games. He only yeah, played yeah. 15." I thought he did. Yeah. yeah. And so, and you're seeing like, I mean, there are enough good pass rushers in the league to be able to threaten this. Do you get a bounce back year from a guy like Khalil Mack? Like, hey, I'm back. True. Right? Do you get that kind of, I mean, I'm not sure if Von Miller has that kind of year in him. Is Aaron Darnold too old? Aaron Donald too old? Uh, I'm not sure he's too old. I just don't know from the interior if he can get that many. He's going to have a lot of plays and numbers, but I'm not sure he's going to get 22 and a half, 23 sacks. Yeah, 2018, he, he came the closest. He was 20 and a half, but again, three. Yeah, 20 and a half. Yes, but three years ago. Three years ago is a long time. I, well, I wouldn't call him too old, uh, but he did just get paid, and he almost flirted with retirement. How motivated is he? I think I would question yeah. after winning the Super Bowl. But, I mean, you got to – listen, there's Joey Bosa, there's Nick Bosa, there's, there's just a Robert lot of Robert Quinn, Miles Garrett, all those guys with more than 15 in 2021. Hey, by the way, you just said a name that – keep an eye on that one, Miles Garrett. Miles yeah. Garrett could be a guy that does threaten that kind of record. He's got oh, yeah. that kind of talent. Yeah, I think – I mean, yeah, I think no matter who it is, I think it gets broken. If it's T.J. Watt or somebody else, I think it's almost a guarantee to get broken. I got two more on the way back when we come back. Just two more, but I think they're interesting ones for you guys. All right. I like this, by the way. This is good. Uh, and I appreciate you bringing it up. We're going to send Casey to the cryotherapy chamber. He's going to, like, uh, get prepped. Come on, buddy. It's like he's going to surgery. I got this, guys. <laughs> uh, Let's <thanks>. go. <laughs> We're live at iCryo. Hopefully we'll be live from the cryotherapy chamber, not we. I better Casey. not be doing this for nothing. Like, we better be on the air. Because <laughs> if I'm just freezing for nothing. Well, by the way, like, that's partly on you. If we're going to get on the air. That's right. To get it dialed in? No, I still got to get the Wi-Fi. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'll work on that during the break. Listen, right, Brent, I know it may shock you, but if, if it happens that we come back and he's going to get in the cryo chamber, we're just going to tell him everything's fine regardless. <laughs> and then we'll figure it out on the other end. Okay. <laughs> we'll be all right. Sure. And we'll be back. We're at the Pavilion at Durban Park at St. John's County at High Cryo. Come on by, say hello. If you haven't been down, make sure you get here. 
and uh, find out all the, the different lifestyle services you can get. Not just the cryotherapy chamber, compression, red light therapy, sauna. There are uh, easier and, ones to take. <laughs> they're all good for you. It's all part of recovery and staying healthy and feeling good. Uh, you can do that right here at iCryo. We'll be right back on ESPN 690. had to do is dial into the phone so we're going to try it simplicity wins the day sometimes brent martin O'Casey, kurtz aaron schachter uh here on a friday uh, again a programming note just to let you know this is our last show for the next couple of weeks from three to six now we're not going anywhere uh well we are going somewhere but i'm saying long term uh, but we take a little hiatus uh, annually in the summer for a couple of weeks, uh, do some maintenance, <laughs> get away a little bit, and then we uh, get charged up and ready to roll uh, for a football season that hopefully will be fun around here between the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, the Florida State Seminoles, and uh, Florida Gators. If you're a Gator fan, an old fan, a dog fan, dog fans still hung over from the national championship, of course, but it uh, should be a lot of fun with all the NFL, college football, high school football, as well when we come back it's almost that time but don't rush it please people we enjoy this time of year where we can catch our breaths and then we get it rolling uh for that time of year speaking of florida state real quick go uh, haven't talked about it much but link jarrett uh, is the new head coach of the florida state baseball team i i was a little curious on the link jarrett front of if he would be lured away from notre dame now the more i said it out loud it made a lot of sense uh, and I think at times, though, there's an allure about Notre Dame. And when you're at Notre Dame, if you've ever visited Notre Dame, well, you know it's a special place. I know a lot of people don't like Notre Dame, and I get it. But if you've gone there and if you have an affinity for it, that's a pretty close tie, and it's tough to break away. Now, we've seen other people do it. Brian Kelly just went to LSU. And who saw that coming? And so now Link Jarrett going to Florida State makes a lot of sense. And here's why. One, it's his alma mater. And two, he's in Tallahassee, in the state of Florida, in the southeast, where the mecca of baseball talent exists. I got news for you, folks. Up in South Bend, Indiana, there's not a mecca of baseball talent. I'd say there's not any of it, but it's not as easy to recruit right around Notre Dame when you're talking baseball and there's snow on the ground in March. So... It just makes winning a lot easier. I think I brought this up uh, maybe last week or earlier in the week on the show where we went up and toured Notre Dame, and I thought it was great. Like, I don't, I'm not like, I, hey, what do the facilities look like? And we've now bounced around to some other colleges uh, from the Division One level, Division Two level, and Power Five level, and we've seen other facilities. And, and I'm still impressed with Notre Dame's facilities. But they even told us, the, the person who was bringing us around said, listen, you take a look at the ACC now, where they're paying the Louisville coach a million dollars and building new stadiums and doing this at North Carolina and doing this here and there. Like, we're like the 11th best facility school from a baseball standpoint in the ACC. And that hit me. I was like, wow, that's uh, a di difference. So Florida State obviously is a better baseball job. 
and that's what got Link Jarrett back, even with his success of building it at Notre Dame. And, of course, being an alum, I don't think that's always the draw to go back. I've said that countless times. Like, I'm from New England. I've never really starved to go to Boston in my line of work. A lot of people do, though, um, just not me. So I just don't think all the time you're going to go home. But in this case, Link Jarrett went home, and he's not only going home, so there's an emotional tie um, where he has a lot of fond memories and a lot of success, but also keep in mind that it's a better place to win. It's an easier place to win. Nothing's easy, but it's easier to win at Florida State in baseball than it is at Notre Dame, and he wants to get them. Probably there's some historical value here for him to get them to Omaha and to win that first World Series. That would mean something to him and the history of the program and what he knows about the program. One other note, he started at Flagler, by the way, way back in the day, so there's a local tie with Link Jarrett um, on this journey, too. So big, big get for Florida State. It was a no-brainer get. It feels like this thing was probably done weeks ago with Link Jarrett, um, but it now officially is done, and uh, he is the next head coach at Florida State. Hats off to him what he did at Notre Dame. It's it's not easy to get to Omaha at Notre Dame, especially the path they took the last couple of years and beating some of the heavy hitters, including Tennessee, who many people thought was maybe one of the best programs we've seen in recent memory. Well, they couldn't even get to Omaha because of Notre Dame, Link Jarrett, and what they were able to do. And it was the first time in Omaha in 20 years for Notre Dame. So think about the significance of how good of a job Link Jarrett did how much he built that program and what the destination was this year. It's pretty impressive. So uh, it'll be quick at Florida State. This is not going to take long. This is not like um, Mike Norvell trying to build up Florida State and get them back and clean up the messes. And No, no, no. This, that's not the case. This is keep it rolling and elevate it to a place it's been and then elevate it to a place it's never been, and that's holding the national championship trophy uh, for the Florida State Seminoles baseball team. And that would mean a lot on that campus and for Florida State fans. So uh, tremendous hire. And you might be looking at uh, Link Jarrett, the next coach of uh, Florida State, for the next, I don't know, 20 years or something. Uh, and, and he could go on a run. After they replaced uh, the Martins now, Mike Martin, of course, uh, the legend, and then Mike Martin Jr. had a few years. And I still don't think Mike Martin Jr. did as bad as some people kind of think he did, but this was an opportunity to get Link Jarrett. Uh, word on the street is Clemson was starting to poke around. They ended up going with the Michigan guy because I think they knew they weren't going to get Link Jarrett. <laughs> but that's how some of these things work, and, and that opened the door uh, for Florida State to say, hey, Thanks, uh, Martin family, for everything you've done, but we got to go get this guy. And uh, I think that's basically how it seems how it happened is probably the way it happened in this case. Not always the case. I think in this situation, I think that's the way uh, it did happen. Aaron, give me an update uh, because I have, don't have my phone. I have no idea if uh, he's in the – I think I got a thumbs up that he's in the cryotherapy chamber. Yeah, I got Casey on the phone. Uh, I've just patched him through. Casey should be able hey, to hear you guys us. Hear me? Yes. Hey, yeah, okay. Casey, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to, I'm about to go in, boys. Okay, Sweet. so here's the deal. Uh, let me set the scene here before uh, Joel over there hits all the buttons that, that make you cold. Right now. So we're at that cryo. Oh, it's happening. Maybe he's already hit it. I think it's but, happening. Yeah, I'm, I'm in yeah. here right now. So, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I got you. So, I'm going to okay. get ready on the dump button just in case. Yeah, so so how are you feeling in there right now? Good. Cold? Uh, just... 
a little chilly. Right? Where is it getting cold as first, Casey? I'm very curious. Um, arms are chilly. Uh, ankles as well. Um, let me set the scene here. He's got shorts on, gloves on, <laughs> a hat on, socks on. Nice. But he's he nothing covering his legs, and he's got no shirt on. So yeah. thankfully, there's no video. Of that. <laughs> well, there actually is right now. We got a camera up here. We're getting the photos taken. I am bare chested. Um, my nipples are increasingly hard. Keep the glass um, away. Do what? Keep the glass away. You don't need those uh, glass cutters out there. No, no, it's okay. I did uh, go to the bathroom before this because I was told if anything were to come out, it would be an icicle. I don't know if that's that button, too. Um, but I don't really want to deal with that. Um, so we're about a minute in at this point. Yes. I would Are you say going three minutes? Three minutes, yeah. So All I'm right. not even halfway done yet. Yeah, no, you get, and, get, when uh, you get it's too getting colder for sure. <laughs> I would say <laughs> my fat is now pretty cold. Sorry, Brian, I'll let you talk. Go ahead. <laughs> well, when you hit two minutes, you're going to hear the fans and everything ramp up oh, more because it's going to get even colder. What does that do well, to you mentally? Just, it did just ramp up a little bit. We're now at halfway there. Um, mentally, feel good still. Gold goals are here. All right. Uh, just looking at my, my arm here, I do have a good amount of beef bumps. There is ice on the gloves as well as the shoes. Um, my skin is turning red. Oh, there's like ice growing on my chest there. <laughs> um, this is new. Uh, so we are approaching two minutes at this point. Um, we're back for more photos. So that's Smile. Um, hey, I is it snowing in there? Like it's like you're in a snow globe a little bit, right? It does feel like a real life snow globe. That's a good one. By the way, we're at two fifteen now. The thing's kicked up. It's very cold. Um, I don't know what else to tell you other than I don't think my nipples are still connected to my body. Um, there are now multiple people watching me stand here freezing. Hopefully, um, there are multiple people listening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say, though, 10 out of 10 experience. Um, it is very cold, don't get me wrong, but we're doing it live on the radio. I think we should do it. Um, I'm not sure how I'm going to feel better after this. Uh, you're supposed to increase circulation. It's supposed to do a lot of things that are great for your body, man. You're supposed to feel all of it when you get out of there. Holy crap, it's freezing. I just saw somebody come out of the same area as you're in with, like, an IV. So I was hoping <laughs> that wasn't for you, Casey, as you're live on. Yeah, man, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Pour water is that three minutes? That was three minutes. Let's get let's That's get it. him in there for another four minutes. <laughs> I don't I don't think I should go in for another four minutes, guys. I think That's be good. That's good. Uh, well, all right, we'll get you back on here in a moment and see. Uh, you know, you're not wrong, by the way, Aaron. Uh, if people are watching on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Twitch, you can see all the benefits. It's a, there's like a sign right behind me. There's actually like a 500 calorie burn to this. Really. Yeah. Maybe and, we should uh, put him back in there for a couple more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but so I will say this. It relieves joint pain, right? You got uh, you recover faster. There's a lot of recovery things to this. But there's also a lot of lifestyle health um, things to this. Like this euphoric feeling, it says, and endorphin kick. Like, those are real deals. He'll feel that in a couple minutes when he's done. What do you think Casey's going to do when he's in a good mood for the first time in his entire <laughs> life? 
what, what kind of change is he going to be making in his I, life? I don't know, but you can see on the video feeds he's bare-chested and waving to us way back there. <laughs> Somebody gets that sensors going. By the FCC. <laughs> Casey. <laughs> hey, things hey, you Joel, do for the job. here for a minute. Hey, Aaron, I'm going to get Joel on. Right. He owns iCryo. Very cool. He's coming on right now. Let's we'll hear from Joel because I think... Out. We were definitely, I, I was, I was definitely curious about how Casey was going to handle this thing. I was under the assumption it was going to be a lot tougher for Casey. But Joel, as you put the headset on, I'm telling you, man, it sounded like it was a breeze for the guy. Yeah, he did pretty well. I was, I was pretty impressed. He toughed it out. Yeah. yeah. You, by the way, Joel, I don't know if you're getting what we call in our business mixed minus. You get a little echo there. Oh. Yeah. See, I don't See care if I about that. it, but you're going to be kind of like freaked out by it. So don't worry about it. It's right. okay. Oh, he just fixed it. See, Sorry, I didn't even know it was that happening. Was my, that was my subtle way of telling Aaron to <laughs> fix the mix minus. That worked. But so we were, I was having some fun with uh, Casey in the cryo. That's his first experience. Took pictures live on the radio. We're starting to, is it okay if we do this like every day? When people go in, we'll just talk to them while they go through this for the first time in three minutes. Yeah, is that a good idea? I think it's a fabulous idea. That would be a great idea if we just, like, talk them through it. Yeah. Because most people are singing and dancing and jamming. Yeah, we say do whatever you got to do to get through it. <laughs> it's, it's tough three minutes. That's why we give you, you know, phones, music, getting there, dance around. If nobody's done uh, the cryotherapy before, it's about three minutes. You can go into, like, three and a half. You can even do, I think, a little bit less, right, like two and a half minutes or something. But you get the most out of it if you do three minutes. Body temperature going in, most people are what? Around like 92, yeah, 93? Upper, upper 80s, low 90s, 90, 93. Okay. Typically. When they come out, some people, like immediately when they come out, their body temperature is what? Well, like on the, the surface, body, yeah, by the way. I'm it's sorry. Skin, skin temperature. Yeah, we look for a 30 to 50 degree skin drop. Yeah. Yeah. And that's uh, good, right? Yeah, that, that's what that's what we're looking for because it's at that point, that 30 degree drop, is your brain thinks, you know, survival mode, hypothermia. So your natural fight or flight kicks in, which increases your heart rate. Pulls the blood from your extremities to your core to protect your vital organs. But while that blood's air protecting your vital organs, it reoxygenates. You get out after three minutes, the session's over. All that fresh reoxygenated blood sent back out to your body, starts repairing all the inflamed areas, no matter where it is, head to toe. Wow. It takes care and of And so that's why you feel so good a couple minutes later. Like Casey's about to get into, I feel really good mode. Oh, yeah. It's it's a rush when you get out. He's, when he puts his shirt on, you going to feel tingling all <laughs> yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. It's your back, your shoulder. It's, it's incredible. It's so like getting off a roller coaster. What you guys have, seriously, uh, I, I promote this all the time. My kids use it. I use it. Like uh, Joel's great. They just opened this a couple months ago. There's a ton of things on here that it kind of can help from arthritis to other things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What's, what's, I mean, is, what would you say for most people they get out of it? Well, they, get, uh, they come in with pain, inflammation, uh, skin conditions, helps clear that up. Okay. People who need to sleep better. Yeah. Need a little attention there. But, yeah, just especially for athletes, they're recovering so much quicker and feel so much better. It's, they get out the chamber, it's immediate. Yeah. They're feeling relief. Well, and you said it. I mean, athletes. I mean, athletes use this. Oh, I mean, that's part of their daily recovery. Yeah. Is that they use this. All not, right. Not only athletes, but just everyday person. Everyday people. Yeah, that's why, I mean, I say it all the time. It's like recover from your daily life, which is a grind, right? Oh. And um, it's, uh, it's pretty good stuff. Joel Romano. Uh, I cry, owner. Thanks for stepping in. You want to talk sports like LSU or something like that? Uh, I am a Tiger fan. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Yeah, I know that. Tigers. Go Tigers. <laughs> you like Brian Kelly being the coach? It's it's different. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I'm not sure it's the right fit, but you know, if you win, that's all that matters. At LSU at West, baby, it's going to get even tougher now. Texas, Oklahoma, coming in soon enough. Uh, all right, man. Appreciate you. All right. Thanks for thanks,
uh, Casey do this live on air. And uh, Casey, let's get you back in. Let's see how you feel for instant reaction. Um, now that you just did your first ever cryotherapy. Hey team, man, how's it going? Oh, the nipples. Uh, nipples <laughs> are better. I'll tell you, uh, they weren't for a while there. Um, I will tell you, the most cold that I still am a little bit is where I'm fat. So I think that's the point of it, though, right? Well, that's how the cool sculpting works, too. They kind of freeze it out, and then they melt it down, and it's gone. So, yeah, like behind the arms, very chilly still, and uh, stomach very chilly as well. Yeah. But uh, nipples are back in a decent temperature for sure. <laughs> Functioning way. Yeah, I don't know what they're supposed to do, but I will tell you this. Um, I tried to tell you before you guys cut off my mic, which was extremely rude. Sorry. Um, when I went in, my temperature was 92. I heard you yeah. saying about that. When I came out, it was 59, so 33 degrees. Wow. That's good. You want to be between 30 and 50, so you're getting some uh, max recovery there. Uh, I will say this, too. This is uh, – now, granted, I expected the the whole thing. Like, I, I was ready, right? I was prepared. What I was not prepared for is it. you just go. Like, there's no, like, three seconds and then it comes on. Oh, no, no. Just I walked go. in there and it was freezing. Yeah, it's freezing. <laughs> so from the get-go oh, – you got to be ready. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah. Like, I thought there would be, I don't know why, because like I warm up. I literally yeah, yeah. saw him, like, getting icicles off the roof. So I was like, it's time. <laughs> it is time. So, uh, yeah, that I did not expect. But I do feel good now. Don't you feel good? Seriously, like, yeah. there's a rush of feel good. Yeah. I don't know why fully, but I like this. That's this true. This is good. That's because he just, also, I, like the, just explained this. Like the back a lot of, of my like, neck? It's got to do with yeah. oxygen and blood flow and all that yeah, stuff. Boom. Oh. And uh, so there you go. Hey, uh, good job. You made it. Thank you. First ever. I don't know. We just might have made history. Definitely, I cryo history. Yeah, first ever live spot from inside the cryotherapy and chamber. And listen, ten out of ten, I recommend it. And That's I don't. I'm have, still jealous. Like we could do this as a new segment. We just talk people through the experience. <laughs> yeah, and I really have nothing to recover from. I felt better that you guys were there. It felt like we were all shirtless in the room. To be honest, <laughs> it was just it you. Felt buddy. like it was just a a bro down. <laughs> it was definitely just you. But it was only me. But it helped that you guys were there. But oh, I will good. say. Uh, before I went in, Joel told me, he was like, have you done an ice bath? I was like, yeah. He's like, it's nowhere near as bad as that. So then oh, I was all right. like, I feel good. Yeah, the ice bath's terrible. Hey, look, as, as, wrong. as much as I would love to dwell on uh, what Casey just did, I do want to let you guys know, because we're off for the next two weeks. Brent, you got about two minutes left to say goodbye to everybody and wish them well, because we got some spots backing up here. Oh, good. What was uh, I about to say? We, we just blew through commercials, like, all, all day. day today. It's a special day. Last day before everyone goes on break. Who wants to uh, sit through uh, boring stuff? We want some fun stuff. Come on. This this is the last thing I want to say. In the next two weeks, please come down here. 10 out of 10 experience. It's very cold. When the two minutes hits, the fan goes nuts, and it's 10 times colder. But it was dope. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's good. You want to do it again. Like, it's worth the three minutes of cold. He sounds like you like wants you're feeling in. right now. I yeah. feel great. Hey, between me and you, do I have to pay? Because <laughs> <laughs> I know that was not cheap. Listen, there's a reason why. No, it's actually it's, it's 39 bucks. This is really the most affordable place you'll find. That's, that's way more affordable than I thought it was going to be. And uh, you, there's a bunch of different packages, and that's why the kids always come. They've got a student-athlete pass, uh, 99 bucks for six different lifestyle services, so do the math there. Wellness Wednesdays, that's my uh, squeeze and freeze or freeze and squeeze promotion. You can do compression and that for 39 bucks. So come on down to iCryo. They've got uh, the best prices around, great deal in town, good people in town, right here at St. John's County Pavilion at Durban Park. All right, real quick, guys, to end it. Fireworks and grilling out. I mean, is that like a thing July 4th, or are you guys well beyond that? Don't do it anymore. Aaron? 
Fireworks with the little kids is kind of, we do like the sparklers and stuff. They had a kick out of that last year. But uh, when it comes to the big boomers, man, me and my wife are like senior citizens. We're in bed at 930, raising our fists at all the neighbors who are launching bombs into the sky up until the late hours of the night. So uh, no By fireworks way, so for this got, guy. You, you own a dog? We did. Uh, she actually passed away recently. I, I Thanks for reminding me. I've done that. I'm sorry. Appreciate it. But are you? Get, didn't you tell me you were getting a dog? Or, or we're talking about it. I can't convince okay. the uh, the wife to do it. But we're we're talking. Oh, come on, Britt. So, but when you guys have been dog owners, are you those that complain yeah. about the fireworks? My dogs needed medication on July 4th. So yeah. Yeah. yeah did yeah. they really? Yeah. They fireworks are the the worst. They're just the worst. Yeah. Nobody has a good time. You're exploding stuff that doesn't matter. And like you it's can't not escape fun. it. Though. Yeah. But you can't escape it. Yeah, you can't so make I the choice bad. to not listen. Yeah. I feel bad for the dogs. I ain't doing no fireworks. I will have a hot dog. Right. I don't have a grill. I'll have to figure that out, too. All right. You got to get a fryer. Yeah, I got a grill. Can I come over? Sure. Oh, you can use it. I'll be out of town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sounds you. like Casey's going to be squatting. Aaron, have a good uh, couple weeks. Thanks, uh, Casey, man. you too. Um... And uh, we appreciate everybody listening. We'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 694. Are you got OT tonight? Yeah. Oh, you got a little <laughs> OT tonight. And then uh, I'll see you on TV this weekend as well. Make sure you watch Action Sports Jacks primetime, CBS 47, Fox 30. We'll have a campus tour in the next couple weeks. JU, UNF, Flagler, and EWU will get a state of the state on all of those schools. We take a hiatus for a couple weeks here, but we will be back. And when we come back, it's almost fall season. Have a good night and a good weekend, everybody. Thanks for listening on ESPN 690. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.